uh, Rising Devils, like my new favorite <laughs> opening strategy ever. Three, three. We are here to help you, but we are not here to give false promises. Manage your risk, study hard, and, and, and just trade. Hey, what's up, YouTube traders? This is William from Bearable Traders, and we have a special talk with traders, a BBT edition, and we have Thor. Thor is a BBT moderator who is absolutely crushing it beyond belief for most of you I think and you're gonna you're gonna learn some really cool stuff today so Thor why don't you take it away and just kind of introduce yourself and where you came from and your trading history really quick and then we'll get into really what you've been able to accomplish recently sure absolutely um, thanks for having me on I certainly appreciate it um, it's awesome to be a part of the BBT family um, and especially to be one of the newest uh, BBT moderators. And it's certainly an honor to be uh, trading with you guys, you know, learning from you guys, now working with you guys. It's, it's definitely awesome. We're happy to have you, man. Oh, thanks, man. Mm -hmm. um, so um, as you mentioned, my name's Thor. Um, I uh, come from an IT background. Um, so um, actually did some work on some options trading platforms back in the day and stuff. So I've had a little market exposure, but other than that, um, not a whole lot. Um, actually, uh, just kind of a little bit into my history. I know some people already know I have a daughter uh, that has autism and uh, I have a son as well and my wife. And uh, we decided to move up to Jacksonville to uh, enroll my daughter in a school that's up here that specializes just in autism. And um, when we did that, it really caused a career a necessity for a career change. And I started looking out there, really wandering around, trying to figure out what am I going to do? And then I stumbled upon this guy, Andrew's book, and uh, it kind of set the whole thing in motion. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, and then from there, I found you guys in the chat and everything like that. And the, the rest has uh, been moving forward quite nicely. So the rest might be turning into a little bit of a lore, actually. So let's just get into the this Thor interesting lore. part. Thor's <laughs> lore. Let's do it this way. I like that. Thor. Have you, are you on a two week green streak or greater? Uh, I'm going to go with greater. <laughs> okay. What about a one month streak? My, my longest streak, man, is 18 days of green. So are you on a one month streak or longer? A little bit longer than one month. A little bit longer. What about two months? Uh, a little bit longer than two. All right, Thor, how long not... is your current green streak? All right, so I was—I knew I was going to get asked this question. So before we did the interview, I actually went through my um, logs because I was actually with a different broker the last time I had a red day, um, and it was uh, back in May, at the beginning of May. It's precisely uh, the the third was my last red day, so May fourth was the was my uh, is my uh, was the green day proceedings. <laughs> so May I don't know, 4th. almost a better part of five months. <laughs> five months if my calculations are correct that's 163 or 164 days correct yeah yeah that's 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 what they say so um it's been really cool it's not all glitz and gla glamour don't get me wrong um you know a lot of this was when i was coming up through bbt so um in the first couple of months of that is when my target goal days were only 50 dollars to 100 dollars a day um so but i've been ramping slowly as i've been uh, gaining confidence like put together a schedule for increasing my share sizes and increasing my risk and what I'm willing to take in. And as I improved and hit milestones, I would then increase my risk. So I went a, a couple of months of that is just me making $50 a day, making $100 a day. 
Um, and then a couple of those days aren't necessarily good days and we can talk about those. I had a couple of days where they should have been red days and I ignored mm. my rules and I, right. I, I traded my way out of them stubborn just because I wanted to do that. And I got to be careful with that because that's how I'm going to bite myself in the butt one of these days. Well, we'll do a, we'll do a video of the day Thor lost $2,000 being <laughs> stubborn. Uh, but so far I've been, been managing to avoid it. All right, man. So I'm going to play the role that I haven't got to play before because I know you well and I don't think you're going to be offended. I'm going to play the skeptic in this interview, a YouTube hater, someone oh, who man. doesn't know you, so doesn't believe you. OK, that's the thumbs down. I'm going to get on this video. Right. So is that OK <laughs> if I do that? Yeah, absolutely. OK, BS store. There is no way someone can have a 165 day green chic unless they break their rules, do a bunch of garbage or flat out lying. So let me ask you how did you do it? Well, obviously I broke my rules. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Only on a couple of days though, right? <laughs> so yeah, for the most part, not. Um, so um, I'll be honest with you. So, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants, right? And I, and I say this a lot. When I came in, I came in as a, uh, a fresh, I, I really want to do trading. I, I read the books and I came into bearable traders and I'm not going to try and narc for bearable traders too much, even though I'm a moderator and you guys are awesome. Um, but you know, when I came in, um, honestly, it's the only chat I ever joined. It was the first one I came into. And then I had the pleasure and privilege of watching your videos, Andrew's videos, um, some risk management stuff, some psychology videos, um, you know, and all of these different, and I just, for months, I just digested information and just put it in there. And I didn't come out of SIM until I was able to reproduce in SIM consistently every single day. And I felt, all right, now I have a strategy that works. I think I can do this. And what I can, what I know I can do is I can at least make sure I don't lose a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So my goal for trading is not necessarily to make a lot of money. It's just to make sure I don't lose money. And then in the process, I hope to make money. And so my, I generically only risk $50 or $100 per trade. I'm more than happy to stop out on a trade um, if it's not going in my direction, which is where I think most people fail. Um, I think they hold their positions and they don't honor their rules. So they, they stay in the trade longer than they should. And the slippage, all of a sudden, they're outside their max goal because they've slipped beyond it. So, and then every now and again, you know, I got a little bit beyond it and broke my rule and, and got back into it. That did happen a couple of times. How many times do you think you did that? Um, less than five. Less I don't know five. the exact number. I think, I think it was probably like two or three, but I'll, I'll and, give a couple more for grace period. <laughs> do you remember your largest drawdown past your max loss and what that was? All right. Yeah, absolutely. So mm -hmm. my, uh, my largest day, which was actually my last red day, um, was uh, $852 negative. Mm. So it was a very tough day. Um, mm. It was a, a prideful day. I actually remember the day and I think every trader probably needs to have such a day. So a lot of people say, man, I just blew up my account, man. I'm just so done right now. And I was like, actually, that's probably the day you needed yeah. so that you can start taking this seriously. So I, I blew it up. And then the next day I said, okay, the one thing I'm going to make sure I do is not lose more than $150 a day. Okay, so let's say you've had between two to five days where you've gone past max loss. So let me ask you, do you think any of your trades are guaranteed to work out? No. All right, so do you believe that each trade has a probability involved in being right or wrong, and maybe it's a higher probability or lower probability based on the setup? Yeah, 100%. And any setup can be wrong, right? Well, yeah. And you Definitely. can have a sh easily have a string of three to five 
setups that failed and that wouldn't be crazy abnormal, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I generically run like a, a, a one in three hit rate most of the mm -hmm. time for me, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I've gone five without a hit. I've gone down, you know, where you're down 150 or, you know, almost $200. Mm -hmm. And then you, you hit that one, gets you $400. And then one thing I do a lot, especially if I'm down in the hole like that, and then I hit a good trade that gets me out of the hole, a lot of times mm -hmm. I just stop trading. So and that, that kind of helps me out as well. I won't just keep going for daily goal. I'll say I'm out. I'm clear. I've covered commissions. I'm not trading great today. I'm just going to take right. this one. Interesting. Yeah. So then your trades aren't one R two R three R winners. If you're still only risking fifty or hundred bucks and it can get you out of the hole, are these? I know you don't always think in R's, but they're what percent of the? How big are your winners compared to your losers when you do everything right? Um, so generically, I would say my average winner is around. It gets me. Um, how, how do I phrase this? So everyone has a style. I consider myself to be a trend scalper, <laughs> which trend is like, scalper, you know, okay. <laughs> a trend scalper. So I like playing trend plays, but I kind of play similar to Andrew in the fact that I'm willing to take larger positions and scale quickly. Hmm. So I tend to take a slightly larger position. I'll scale quickly. And then that leaves me 20 or 30% that I then play in the trend to, hmm. to extend further than that. So I'll always lock in fifty dollars or a hundred dollars profit i'm there i'm locked and i'm good and then it leaves me a little bit over that I, I can mess with right okay so why i wanted to interview to have other traders listen to this and believe it right i know you so i don't need to believe you or not i already know it's true but a lot of people won't so what i'm trying to get at is if you can be wrong three to five times and you've in a row on any trade setup and you've only gone past your max loss two to five times in 165 days and you're on this green streak how do you reconcile how can people reconcile that how is that possible how are you doing it what can traders learn that if if they believe you if they can take that leap of faith where they don't know you and they trust you and hopefully they can right I interview so many people who lose all their money. I do so many things where I show how hard trading is, how difficult. It's rare that I do something like this because right. this is what a lot of rooms do and they try to promote how amazing someone is. And I don't like to do that because trading's hard. Yeah. But you're a story which we can do and share this. So how can people buy into that, that you have done this? What can they learn from you on how you've overcome this crazy difficult thing that most people have never done and wouldn't think is possible either. Yeah, I I am um, I can really see that because you know there was part of me that was even like going, man, I don't even know if I want to do this interview because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to say that and that no one's going to believe me. And it, it, if you don't, it's it's okay. You know, I, I really gain nothing personally out of coming on here and claiming such things other than you know probably people calling BS, which is all fine. Yeah. Uh, it, it's all good. My wife knows it's true because she sees the paychecks. And stuff. <laughs> um, but it's uh, but it's uh, um, for me. It's not all perfect because I don't, I do things differently than a lot of people. I don't think in ours. So, and like I said, I don't, I don't even know how much money is in my portfolio right now because I don't worry about that. All I worry about is I have a set amount of money every two weeks that I have an auto draft set to pull out of my account to go into my bank account. And that's how I pay myself. Uh, my philosophy was always how to day trade for a living not how to increase my investment portfolio for a living. So the R's instinctively to me even didn't really make a lot of sense because I'm, I'm not thinking in that capacity. All I'm thinking about is, is this a good setup? 
can I limit my risk in this setup? And if so, take it. And then let's just extend this how it how as far as I possibly can. Um, there are times when I, I have been down 200 and then my next trade gets me out and I make 250, $300 on the trade. And I, like I said, I just cut and run. I just need to make sure I don't lose more than an acceptable amount of money for me. And if I do lose, I really don't care. Like, I, I don't want this to sound weird, but like, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm up a little bit. So the stress is a little bit off. And I think it's kind of one of those perpetuating things that without the stress of like, I could have a week's worth of red days right now. I, I don't think it would change anything for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So once you get to a certain point and you get comfortable with the psychology of the risk, then it's really just about managing the risk. And that's, I got you guys a lot to thank for that. I mean, I just, like I said, I, the hard work and what was hard about trading when I got in, I spent the first three months to four months, just hammering SIM all day, bad trades, good trades. Mm -hmm. I intentionally had blow up days where I would just trade my account like crazy. So I could see what minus $10,000 looked like, mm -hmm. you know, I just got it all out of my system, like playing a crazy video game. And then I put in rules and just started saying, I need to make $50 a day. How do you make $50 a day? Okay. I can do 50. Now can I make a hundred? And then once you can make a hundred dollars a day, you can just about do, you know, if you can consistently make a hundred dollars a day, I, I think you can consistently trade for a living. Cause at that point your, your setups are working. It's just about scaling. You and know? you said something really interesting, Thor, that I want you to go a little deeper And you. It sounded like you weren't thinking about the money whatsoever. You were thinking about, is this a good setup? And can I manage my risk to keep yeah. my losers small? Every and time. so was the money, I, of course, that's what you're here for. But was that not what you were thinking when you're entering the trade? Was it just, is this a good setup? And can I manage my risk? Right. Yeah. It's now, 100%. where did you learn that though? Because that's not what traders do. Traders come into this to say, how can I make a lot of money? And you're doing the exact opposite, which is actually the real way to be successful. So how did you figure that out? So um, I've always been a person with very reasonable outlooks on things, you know, very realistic concepts. Like when I went to IT and I came out of IT and my first job was making $12 or $13 an hour, even though I had a degree, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was pretty realistic though. I knew when I went in that it was going to start there and I was going to have to climb my way up. And it took me, you know, a decade in the IT field before I was making any reasonable amount of money. Mm -hmm. And then when I came into trading, I just thought, you know, if I can only make this much money a day, you know, let's call it $200 a day or $300 a day, then that's all the money I really need to support myself and to support my family, mm -hmm. then, then that, that should be the goal. So I always had very, you know, I've, I'm not, a, I've never been a, you know, I want to become a trader so I can own a Porsche. I wanted flexibility and uh, consistency in my schedule mm -hmm. and I'm always been a very literal person, especially when it comes to literature and stuff. And when I read uh, Andrew's book, especially, it just, it said right in there, it was just like, this is not for everybody. This is a hard thing to do. But if you can do these things, and it was basically manage your risk, you know, and a, and a few other things, it was like, you you have the, the ability to be successful. And I was like, all right, that's what I'm going to go for. And like I said, I simmed out crazy for months and then went live and had a couple of blow up days. And then it was it was when that happened that I was like, you know what? It's, it's about the risk. I had 
the the support of the community is what got me the rest of the steps. So, and I'm not saying it necessarily has to be BBT, but if you're trading on your own and the only resource that you have are books and stuff like that, you're it's not where it's going to be. I got into BBT. I found a family of traders there that were very, very helpful, like crazy bend over backwards helpful. Any question I had, there was one of you guys, even Andrew himself would reply to an email. You know, if I sent him an email asking him a question about something and I was just like, man, this is just a different environment. And then it was so inspirational and seeing this and just picking every single one of you guys of the moderators and saying, this works for this works for uh, a dog here. I'm like, all right, this works for Peter over here. This is working for Andrew here. If maybe if I take all three of these and smush them together, this will work for me. You know, and that's basically what I have. I have some strat. I use a lot of your strategies. Mm -hmm. um, I use a lot of Peter's strategies for grabbing tops and bottoms. And you know, I, I use Brian's uh, rising devils, like my new favorite opening <laughs> strategy ever. Right, right. Um, and if I ever have a go to the same meetup as him, I owe him drinks um, <laughs> because you know I do because he's made me money with that strategy. Mm -hmm. um, but and it's it's I've pilfered <laughs> knowledge from every single one of you guys and just sandwiched it together and, and put it on the plate. And I, I really think it's an example of, you know, obviously I'm my own person, but it's an example of if you take all of these different things that BBT talks about, the psychology, the risk management, the setups, learn how to read the level two and the tape, because I think people don't spend any time doing that. And for me, it's like one of the most critical skills there are. So it's being really comfortable with reading the market and what's really coming across. And you, you combine a couple of those things. And like I said, if, as long as you only have a goal of, man, I just need to make $100, maybe $300 a day, you can get real reasonable real quick. It's, it's when you're saying, man, I need $1,200 today. I need $2,000. That's a lot of shares. That's a lot of pressure, right. you know, and it's gonna, it gets a lot harder at those levels, but it, I mean, it's doable. Yeah, so when I see new guys like you and Eamon and some other guys who are doing really well and you come in kind of fresh, it does make me really jealous, I got to say. I started out in my trading career everything wrong by myself. First trade made $2,000. First trade I ever take. It wasn't similar real. And I just lost all my money after that. Yeah. It was, and I wasn't in, I jumped around from community to community. I read a bunch of books. I was really just on my own trading without support network about without a community is very very difficult and then someone like thor he comes in and right Thor, you do about everything the most boring but correct way you trade in sim for three to four months right yeah. boring no one wants to do that you so don't want to get rich you don't want to get rich quick so boring. boring no one wants to do that right <laughs> it's so hard then you um you try to pick and choose all of these different things which takes time to incorporate into your own style that's not exciting, right? You just want to follow Andrew, follow this, do this, right. do that. You did everything right. And you had patience. And then you did everything right with a very small risk. And then you did everything right with a small risk. And you didn't even care about making money. It's like each step along the way, man, you did right. So I want to ask, could you have ever accomplished that without a community? Absolutely not. Because the thing is, is traders need mentors. You know, and I think a lot of people ha don't don't understand. You know, it's like any career or any job. You don't become a doctor by picking up a book. I mean, you learn all the facts about being a doctor from picking up the book. You learn where the muscles are. You learn all that, but you don't learn that insider knowledge, that stuff that you only get the feel for, that you only get when you get and you intern, and mm -hmm. you actually get in there and you and you do it. And 
you know, trading is not anywhere near doctoral level, don't get me wrong, but, you know, it is a trade, you know, it's a, it's a skill and it's a skill that, you know, it, I believe it can be taught. Um, and what I felt like, you know, even I didn't necessarily have a specific uh, mentor, but everybody in BBT was basically my mentor. It's like I had a question. I'm like, I don't know. My risk management stinks. Oh man, I need some hotkeys. Mm. You know, I, what do I do with it? I say I need some hotkeys. I throw out there. I got three emails from people in BBT saying, Hey, here's my favorite hotkey layouts. I mean, just like wow. You know, it's it's incredible. But everyone is feeding each other that. I mean, I spent, you know. I think 30 minutes the other night, just responding to emails from traders that were writing me in, you know, and I feel like I'm just returning the favor at this point, you know, with all the guys, cause that's what all y'all guys did for me. And it's like, and I had Amos, Eamon, uh, Thomas and JD, especially all pulling knowledge together. All right, well, this isn't working. I, mean, I can't tell you how many trades I've taken where I'm not the one finding the trade. I've mm -hmm. had Eamon call, I owe Eamon drinks. I owe Thomas drinks and I owe JD drinks um, because anytime someone gets me a solid winning trade, I tell them I owe them drinks. You know, I've had so many times where, you know, Thomas has been, Hey man, I really like this setup. I flip over. I'm like, Oh man, awesome. Boom. I'm in, you know, so it, having the, having the, you know, prop traders, all of these big guys, they're none of them are out there doing it by themselves. Right. So to think that we as people, you know, just as humans here, you know, have the ability to come in and magically do something, the professionals, the big guys, you know, mm -hmm. you know, expecting we can do something that they can't do. Not so much. You know, I came in and I, I really loved the attitude of BBT, which is we are here to help you, but we are not here to give false promises. Every time we stepped to the way, it was always keep this straight or you're going to lose a ton of it. It was never, Oh, if you come in here and you try my, to do my strategy and you do it this way, I guarantee you that you're going to make X amount of dollars today. It was actually quite the opposite. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Cause there's right. a good chance you might lose a bunch of your money, <laughs> you know? And mm -hmm. it was that realism that really hooked me on BBT. And then the rest, I mean, I mean, it's the, the BBT family is strong. Let's just say that they're all great people and working real hard to try and elevate the community. So it's, it's just crazy to be there sometimes. Yeah, man. So I know I asked you for um, uh, before, if maybe you could bring top three tips, something executable that has helped you more than anything else, whether it's super simple and obvious or something that you found to help you um, that a lot of people wouldn't think about. Can you kind of provide people with maybe your top two to five, whatever you got that people can learn from and try to instill and maybe they'll only pick half of one of them to instill in their trading just like you picked and choose yeah, and absolutely. gathered it from all different resources do you have a couple things like that you can share with people yeah so i mean i'll kind of go with like i i've kind of had some aha moments in trading mm. like where i've i've been trying to elevate myself and then i i kind of hit a wall and then i go what you know all right i can make a hundred dollars why, why am i not able to make 150 and i had times when I was coming up where I was making a hundred and then I tried to scale to 150 and then I had like three or four fifty dollar days in a row and I was like all right something's wrong here with my scaling something's not going on right because I'm I'm trying to excel but I'm falling backwards right and mm -hmm. I pull everything back and I'd spend another week at just a hundred dollars trying to figure out exactly where I'm falling short so one of the aha moments and the biggest one and I kind of mentioned it before um, so uh, one thing that I really look at a lot is the is the tape and the level mm -hmm. two I think a lot of people look at it and they see it as this very basic instrument and then they kind of ignore it for the charts and the patterns. So what I try to tell everybody or kind of explain, I know Kurt actually talked about this on his last fireside chat, um, which is the level two 
um, is the only thing on your screen that's actually happening in real time. A everything else that's going on otherwise is all in the past, right? Even the tape is prints that have already happened, charts, MAs, all of that stuff is all being on calculated that happened on stuff in the past. The only thing that's going on right now is you can see where the bids and where the asks are and make some decisions based upon that information. Now, they can trick you, they can fool you with it. Um, I did a tray on, trade on uh, today where some uh, seller obviously came in and wicked the price and stopped me out and I had to get back in. It was very not polite, uh, but um, you know, it, it happens. But once you get comfortable with reading the tape and the level two, and you can really see, and I mean, I spent days just staring at the level two without even taking trades. I was sitting there mm. taking trades in my brain saying, okay, I'm looking at it right now. I think it's going to go up. And then I would look at the price and then it would go up and I'd say, okay, this is why I think it did that. And mm. I did that for days, just trying to really burn into my brain. How can I read the tape in the level two? And then after that, so that's, that's number one is, mm. um, it seems like a basic skill, but it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's huge. Um, number two is building an actual playbook. And this took me a while <laughs> to right. buy onto. So I would try and trade charts and patterns and that is very cool and it does work. But what's more interesting and a little bit more fun, get a little like American football with it, which is to start saying, okay, well, if I have a stock that's descending pre-market, you know, but then starts to increase going into the open. I'm looking for this kind of a play, you know, maybe like, you know, Brian's rising devil or something. Mm -hmm. If it comes up to this level, I'm going to look to go short. I'm going to have to use a limit order because it's on short selling restrictions so I can get mm -hmm. it on the uptick. And then I'm hoping to cover it this level, this level, and this level. And then have all of that ready before the trade even starts. Because what happens is if it doesn't do what your play you want it to do, don't take the trade. You know, you, you had a specific play in mind. This is what I wanted to do. If it does this, then I'm going to do this, this, and this. And if it doesn't, don't, you know, move on. So, um, but building a playbook and actually following the plays, you know, like a good football team executes and gets to the end zone. Mm. You know, sometimes it's good just to let the quarterback throw a Hail Mary and that works every now and again. But most of the time it's the, it's the running back that's just grinding five yards at a time that's getting you, getting you into the end zone. So, and that's, that's, you know, my view on trading is I'm just looking to limit the backward motion so that I can always just keep pressing forward until I get to my goal, which, you know, is generically pretty reasonable. So we've got study the level two, we've got make a playbook, right? Really actually write it down. And do you have a third one that you can share with people? Because those two are not actually the most common, right? You're not just saying respect your stops, have rules. These yeah. are very specific things that people who maybe have always thought about having a playbook, but never written it down, or they've glanced at level two, but they've really never understood it or researched it. So these are good, Thor. You have a third one. Yeah. Third, um, I, I've got a couple more. Um, mm. third, third one, which I also think is really important is just focus on the trade. You know, I, I, I think a lot of people get overwhelmed with focusing on how much they can get out of the trade. I just really focus on the setup of the trade. Is it a good setup? Once you're in, good trades are good trades. I mean, if, if you took the right risk and the right share size based upon your risk, then if it moves in your right direction, you should get to your profit target. So for me, it's it's I'm always kind of managing the setup of the trade and worrying less about what's going to happen afterwards. And if it mm. goes against me and I stop out, that's just part of the trade. You know, it's no big deal. I'm not upset about it. I don't get mad if I lose 50 bucks. 
you know, I assume I'm going to lose 50 bucks most of the time because that's kind of how this works, you know, like any mm -hmm. other, you know, system that works in this fashion, you know, you're, you're given a little to hopefully get a lot. And it's, it's just about managing that risk. So mm -hmm. for me, it's, it's not necessarily getting too obsessed with, man, I got 50R today. This is amazing. It's how did you, how did you feel about your trades today? Mm. You know, that's, that's what I'm looking for at the end of the day. When I get off of my computer, I don't, if I made, like I've had days where I've made $200 that day and I hated myself for it because when I walked away from it, I was like, it was luck. And I, and then, you know, you have someone, Hey, can you do a recap on that? I'm like, no, I can't, you know, cause I, I just don't feel right about this. Cause it's a good looking trade. I guess mm -hmm. I could get on there and say, yeah, I hated myself for this trade, but look, it worked and I made money and people can be mad at me for that. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, for me, it's, I, I want to feel good about, and one of my qualifiers on my trade journal at the bottom of my trade journal is how did you feel? You know, because at the end of every trade and when I want to research my trades, I go through my mm -hmm. journal and I specifically look for ones when it says, how did you feel? And it says bad, or it says, mm -hmm. you know, didn't like something. Oh, took, you know, didn't, hold my risk, you know, bad, didn't hold my risk. And mm -hmm. those are the ones I really focus on or which ones made me feel like I didn't accomplish what I was trying to accomplish regardless of profit. And I think if you can focus on the trade and the, you know, and how you felt getting in and out of that trade, the rest seemed to fall in place for me a little bit more. Yeah, but I don't think you can do that without a solid playbook, right? really no hard to do because you don't have no confidence without your playbook. Right. It's, it's, and it's all thing, you know, it's, that's the thing. It's a picture. Being, yeah. a, being a trader is a pitcher and none of it happens overnight. And that's, that's like, like you said, having the patience mm -hmm. to really go through the process and, and really, you know, say, you know, Andrew, I think Andrew puts in his book, it takes a lot of people like a year, you know, to even two years. I don't know if it's in the book. I definitely know we talk about it a lot in, in the room, but mm -hmm. it takes a lot of people a year to two years to be consistently profitable. You know, and I spent well over three months, you know, to even a little bit north of that before I was even comfortable getting live in the market. And then I spent months just trading very small shares just to get comfortable with the way the whole process works. Right. You know, so and that's the other thing I would say. Last last tip. Don't be in a rush. You know, becoming a trader like any other profession is going to take time and having unreasonable expectations will cause you to fail. Um, that's all, that's all there is to it. You're going to overtrade. You're going to trade too much. You're not going to, I, I could go on for 10 hours on the amount of mistakes you're going to make. Mm -hmm. um, getting to an Andrew level of trading, A, doesn't happen overnight. And for most of us will not happen. Okay. But if realize that, you know, realize mm -hmm. that you are in a world where there are, you know, kings and there are paupers. And in this <laughs> world, are we not happy just to be one of the paupers? You know, <laughs> I certainly am. I mean, imagine if you got to making three or 500, you know, dollars on average a day, that's mm -hmm. north of six figures US every mm -hmm. single year. If you can't to have a comfortable life from there, maybe we just need to make some life adjustments. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, if you have reasonable expectations and, and, and have true goals for getting into it, and you know, and a lot of it is just you know, I think I, part of the reason I excel, I, I kind of did well with BBT is the genuineness of the chat and the genuineness of my coming into the process. I came into it very open. I came mm -hmm. into it saying, I want to learn how to do this. I don't know anything about this. I, I'm going to look to these people and I'm just going to take what they say at face value and try it for myself. And that's what I would do. Don't do this. If you do this, you're going to lose money. Try myself. Yep. Lost money. 
you know, and it's, you know, it's really taking that. If you can get into a strong community that can really support you the way, you know, the way the community that I'm in does, it's, it's an edge, you know, it's, it's a straight edge for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on here, sharing some tips, sharing your story, letting me uh, play devil's advocate for just yeah. a quick second there. Um, and I'll Fun let you there. end it, man. You, you can have the final word here. Cool. Hey, everyone in the BBT family. Hey, from me to you guys, it's great being a, a moderator and getting to talk with all you guys daily and help out and just be a part of the group. And I'm happy to give back. It's a unique, it's a unique opportunity for all of us to kind of get to have you know, the freedom that we want to have in our lives. But freedom doesn't come without effort, work, structure, and focus. And if you can get into a good supportive group, and you can just stay focused and just trade, trade a lot, whether it's in sim, you know, whether it's small shares, just trade like driving a car when you were 16 years old, driving a car was the scariest thing you've ever done in your life. But now you're 40. And you're just swerving through traffic, you don't even care. You know, the difference is just taking the time to, mm. to feel comfortable looking at the car in front of you and saying, it's a turn signal. They're about to turn left. Well, guess what? There, will, there could be a point in time, depending on you and how much work you put in, where you look at the market. And like I, it's what I say about Andrew. It's like watching someone driving a car. You know, he just sees the market turn and he, and he goes because he's comfortable because the guy has shot thousands upon thousands of trades into the market. And if you want to get to that level, just got to trade. So, you know, manage your risk, study hard and, and, and just trade and you'll get there. Cool. Thanks for the words of encour encouragement, Thor. <laughs> and I will see you tomorrow in the chat. Oh yeah, man. Sharp BBT. Oh. Catch the morning preview. Get in there. Yeah. Pre-market show. All right. Don't thank you, man. <laughs>